When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted podcast. The gang is back. We got Tyler, the Marine Smith, uh, as well as the Ween Dog is here. What's up, dude? going to be a great podcast. Yeah. I want to thank Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. They will deliver it right to you. Don't go to the dispensary. Don't waste your time. Don't don't fall for that trap where they just, uh, you know, get you for a DUI and then you got to pay 20 grand because and your insurance goes through the roof and yada yada yada, which by the way, I got it. I'll tell you about that. But anyway, so don't do that, <laughs> all right? I didn't get it. No. I was picking my my wife's brother up from the airport. Who, who I love, great kid, but didn't realize you had to be outside to get picked up. So I kept circling. And then, oh, he was waiting for you inside the yeah, airport? Yeah, yeah, and then I And then I made an illegal red light. Um, the baby was in the back. She pooped. And I, I made an illegal turn on a red. And then I got pulled over. And uh, oh, I don't know how much that's going to be. Anyway, don't be like me, okay? Mm-hmm. Go to Speedweed. Marijuana is legal. And they got the best CBD. I'm telling you, CBD Sex Lube has saved my marriage. All right. Uh, they also have edibles. They have all kinds of stuff. Mention roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. Mm-hmm. Also, Sparks Cannabis. What's up, guys? Let me talk to you about Sparks Cannabis. It's a vertically integrated, family-owned, and operated cannabis company out of California's Central Valley. And they're going to remove the stigma and stereotypes that are associated with cannabis by showing how cannabis fits into the motto, everyone, every day. They got higher quality products. And they strive to provide curated experiences rather than a couch locked high where you're just like sitting there like, oh, I can't move, I can't move. No. Their Excite and Exhale product lines do this by focusing on the strains, terpenes, and how they interact to give you that curated experience. They're launching their flower line of premium pre-rolls and flower with pens and cartridges to follow by the end of the year. And you got to try their Sparks pre-rolls with premium 2 to 1 CBD THC flower. Same premium flour with less kick. I've been smoking the Sparks cannabis, and trust me, people, this is the best stuff out there. By far the best stuff out there. And they love the planet, which is why they strive to be as eco-friendly as possible. And they're proud to be one of the first farms to have technologically advanced greenhouses that are completely solar-powered, which helps them reduce their carbon footprint, okay? You got to check it out. Sparks Cannabis. You got to go S-P-A-R-X-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S.com. On Instagram, they're Sparks Cannabis, and they're great people. They're great marijuana, and you gotta check them out. Sparks Cannabis, highly recommend. Thank you, Sparks Cannabis. And I wanna thank our newest sponsor, Froggy MMA. It's time to forget everything you believe you know about frogs, because this particular one will literally knock your shirts off. Okay, Froggy MMA. Yes, people, I'm talking about Froggy MMA. It is the new challenger in the ring, ready to take on the big guys with their new kick-ass collection of MMA gear. 
And listen, I don't care how tough you think you are. Some of you guys think you're so fucking tough. You're not that tough, okay? You can bet your bottom dollar that if you let these guys hit you with their gear, it will be an instant knockout. Boom. Faster than Ben's Nascreen get knocked out. Five seconds. <laughs> but you're out. You're out cold. Because their shirts and hoodies are so damn fluffy and comfortable. It will make grown-up men curl in a fetal position with a huge grin on their face. I love doing that. Uh, especially after sex. Every time I sleep, I, I end up waking up in a complete fetal position. Really? Like, it's comfortable. It is yeah. comfortable. I like it. Yeah. And I'm into it. And they're even softer than Bisbing after round two against Henderson, okay? <laughs> These shirts feel so good on your skin, you'll never want to take them off again, unless it's a change to another one, all right? They even got one for my little baby. They gave her a little baby onesie. She's, nice. It's her favorite thing to wear, okay? You better get one each day of the week. Otherwise, I can guarantee you, it'll become part of your body. You won't be able to take the thing off, okay? And don't forget, your, your kids are the other half. My wife has a froggy anime thing. I have a froggy anime. Honestly, she never wears my shirts. She, she, she wears a frock anime. Uh, really? Yeah. Think, All right. And I'm telling you, and, more, and they will love you forever being so considerate. You'll never have to fork out money for marriage or canceling. Nothing, okay? There's more because this frog isn't in it for the money. They're not. It's for Chris and Joe, the founders of Frog MMA. They're actually amazing people. They came to go see my show in Atlanta like three different times. Uh, I think it was in Tennessee. They came from Atlanta. Whoa. Uh, and they train with... Uh, 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 Lima, the, the Lima brothers. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really good people, okay? And uh, they've taken themselves into the support, the sport, and they know how frustrating it is to obtain sponsorships, to deal with promotional demands, and they're like, screw that, we're gonna do it because of their love of the game. So, That's rad. so support them, okay? They're sponsoring Josh Danger Marrer, Chelsea Bandita Brooks, and Hurricane Heather Joe Clark. Yes, Heather, we love Heather, okay? With yep. your help, They'll be able to uh, soon add more people to fighters to their families. So check them out. Froggy MMA. Froggy MMA. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter. Check them out. Froggy MMA. And as well as Bet Online. What's up, people? While baseball season is in full swing, placing a wager on baseball has never been easier with all the best odds at betonline.ag. This week, the Padres are taking on the Reds, and the Orioles are taking on the Kansas City Royals. But wait. Can you believe the NFL preseason's underway too? Huh? Huh? How cool. Well, to celebrate another season kickoff, betonline.ag and CLNS Media are giving you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join it today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this football season. No, get into the action with betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and conditions. Okay, a minimum of $55 is required to qualify for the bonus. And check it out. All right, so let's talk about some of the fights that went down over the week. First of all, uh, we'll talk about my week, first of all. Uh, So last week was crazy. So last, uh, what was it, last Wednesday I had a show... Uh, first at a uh, rehab center mm-hmm. in Malibu, <laughs> nice. Which I was late to, but I'm like, if anyone is forgiving, it's these because you were high. No, <laughs> I just was like, sorry guys, I was sparking a J in the car. Yep. <laughs> I, I actually just felt like my comedy was sort of inappropriate, but they were laughing. Then I'm like, you know, what? these guys have, must have heard much worse than what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And then, uh, and then I had a show in, um, <clears throat> forgot where it was. It was like in Hawthorne, where I was the only white person in like. The, anywhere close. Very nice. Uh, and and the, the the host was a nice guy, but he just kept doing like, you know, like when it's not working, like it's not working, you right. know, and he kept going. And then 
he was having like a name that tune where he's like, I'm going to play a song and you guys can win a beer. It was just like, it was, oh. yeah, it was rough. And then I went on and like, oh. mur- I felt like I was George Carlin in there. <laughs> right. And they were dying laughing. Then I, flew, awesome. then I flew with Russell Peters. We get a show. I flew to, um, uh, which they thought me first class, which was great. Mm-hmm. It's always good when you're in first class because you can see everyone walking past you. Yeah. You're, uh, yeah. Great feeling. Yeah. I take up my hand. Great feeling to like, know you're above the others. I'm like, good game, good game, good game. And then, <laughs> so then I flew to uh, Louisiana and then we drove to Mississippi the next day. And nice. it was like, that's a fun drive. 15, it was only an hour. Oh, that's it, was, it was a Biloxi. <laughs> 1,500 people and they were awesome. It was like, I did 30 minutes up top. And Russell's like, do whatever you want. Rad. Staying in like in the hotel, which is like it was like it was like an MGM like affiliate, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so then that night after I was like on a super high because I haven't performed in front of that many people in a long time. And the night before I was in front of four people in Hawthorne. Yeah, high on adrenaline. We have center. Oh, like adrenaline high. Adrenaline high. Yeah. Then we flew private that night. Which is like, I've never flown private before, especially mm-hmm. when they're like, what time does the plane leave? Whenever we get there. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's so cool. And it was near, so we flew to, to Maryland uh, that night, got in at like three o'clock in the morning, went, I did a show that night at the MGM in Maryland, sold out, 1,500 people. It was just awesome. It was Damn, just, dude. and it wasn't, I thought it was going to be mostly Indians. It wasn't, it was like very mixed crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell was like super cool. He had a, a DJ with him, DJ Spinbad, who's like a pretty famous DJ, nice guy. And then he has three camera guys that, that go with him. So when he does crowd work, you could see on the screen who's, who he's talking about. Oh, nice. So then that was awesome. And then we watched the fight in the back. We had the fight in the back. Rad. Uh, afterwards. And then, uh, and then I flew back the next morning. From uh, Maryland to LA, that was on Sunday, and then, nice. and then you know, then it's reality again. What a and weekend! It, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was, it was like every shitty gig I've done, I felt like it was worth it. Just built, yeah, built to that point. Yeah, because and you know now I'm gonna do like a show in front of six people tonight. Tomorrow night I'm at Little Rock. It's awesome. like two dollar admission. <laughs> like, <laughs> who knows? There's gonna be twelve people there, but. It was still like, and it was so much fun. I mean, they were just, they were like great crowd. They were, didn't yeah. care how dirty I was or offensive. They were into it. They were super into it. And Russell could not have been cooler because uh, I was like, Russ, anything, you know, want me to wear, like a suit? Or he goes, Adam, you do your show. I'll do my show. He's like, I'm not telling you what to wear. You do, do, awesome. do whatever you want on stage. And I was like, uh, fucking great, mm-hmm. you know. And I was, and I was, you know. Sometimes you 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 don't want to like do too well or whatever. I'm like, fuck it. Right. Like, let's. I'm yeah, going let's for go. blood, and yeah. he went for blood, and it was just, it was a great show. Uh, so I was like, and, but so it, you got some uh, new fans out of it. Yeah, I got so many new Indian fans on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem was like, it they're went, asking you for Bob's and Vagine pieces. <laughs> the only problem was, I did, but the one joke I, I never do did really well about Hinduism. How. It's a beautiful religion because if you're good in this life, you come back something better in your next life. You know, what about people who died and came back as you? Like, like how bad were their lives? You know, they're coming. So that killed. And the, here's the only thing bad. It, I wanted Russell to like me so much. We're friends. Yeah. But I still felt like I wanted him to like enjoy me so much that he'll take me everywhere. Yeah. Right, I might have right. been trying too hard. I did that with Rogan a little bit too. When I first met Rogan, I'd be like, I would ask him like 87 questions about fighting. Like I right, wanted him to right. like me. And with Russell, sort of the same thing. Like he gave me a couple tags for my jokes. So when he went up there, I gave him like 47 tags. I'm like, here's some, like, I'm like, maybe he'll hire me as a, like, it went so well that I was afraid of losing it for the next time, even though I didn't have right. it the next time. Right. And then I, then I'm like, I need fucking therapy because this is what I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about losing something that I don't even have. 
and that's sort of a, a problem that I just in general. And I was sort of being annoying. I felt like I wanted everyone. I was playing DJ and I was talking and we were just like talking too much. I'm yeah, like, yeah. And then Russ didn't text me back the next day. And I'm like, great, he already fucking hates me. Like, <laughs> like, God damn it. You know, but then he did. He's like, he texted me. He said, like, man, I'm so happy we worked together. You killed it and this and that. So that awesome. was awesome. Uh, how, are, how are you guys doing? What's going on? Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I went to the fights this weekend. Well, you went night. to them? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, Hell yeah. We shit, got our tickets dude. like the day they went on sale. Um, ultimately, it was a great, great night of fights. You know, I had my, my disappointments. I went 0 for, th- 0 for 3 on, yeah. uh, on a parlay. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It is what it is. It was fun. Fun card. Who'd you pick in your parlay? My parlay, I had, uh, <laughs> I had Pet SUL and DC. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So the story goes. I feel. I, I bet I'm feeling a lot less bummed than they are, <clears throat> which gives me a gives me some. Where I fucked up on my bets, I do this every single week. The same mistake is that I have like ten different bet slips open, and they'll be like mixed a little bit. But on each one will be like the same fighter that I pick for every single yeah. one. Like for this one, I had core. Uh, what's the uh, Ian Heinish? Winning on every single one of my bet slips. So, oh yeah, you know <laughs> that was. I don't know, man. I kind of. I mean, Ian Heinrich is a great fighter and a tough fighter, but yeah. you know, don't forget the guy, look. His whole story. He was in a prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While Derek Brunson was training, mm-hmm. and you know, he 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 needs a. He's great, but I feel like he needs some time to catch up. Yeah. He's a little too young. He looked good in the newer. first round, though. It's true. Yeah. And I thought I thought this was going to be that kind of next, you know, we we're going to see the next evolution of, of Heinrich because I yeah, picked yeah. him, too. I didn't bet on him, but I picked him. And it was like, oh, all right. Brunson's still, Brunson's mm-hmm. still here. Well, he's also <laughs> smart still because it, it feels like the way to get Brunson out is to, is to get him out early. It seems like that's the way Brunson gets out. Mm-hmm. The only time that, that hasn't happened is Romero, and that fight was a little strange. Like... Something I think Romero like it was just a weird fight. Didn't he like something happened there? But um, yeah, it was it was, there was some good good fights. Uh, first, let's talk about the main event because I was rooting, I kind of rooting for Stipe. Even though I like Cormier, I feel like uh, Stipe. I just felt kind of bad for him. I feel like he was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone was sort of looking over him, and I'm like, guys, we're forgetting how good Stipe was. And I was happy that I was right. At the same time. I thought he was going to do better in some ways. Like, he was getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. He, was he was getting fucked up, and DC wasn't even trying to wrestle him. DC was just playing this let's pepper each other boxing game. Which is crazy. They cracked him, you know? So it's like, well, yeah. And I said it 30 seconds before it happened. I was like, dude, I don't have a good feeling. Like, Stipe, or DC needs to wrestle him right now. Right. Like, yeah. right now. Because I, I don't know. I saw something. Maybe it was a body punch or something. And it was like, no, I can see this happening. And then, boom. It was kind of like Mike Tyson's punch out with King Hippo. (laughs) Remember that, like, how you could beat King Hippo? You You see the stars. uh, Like, every time his his, his, pants fell down, you punch him in the stomach or something. mm -hmm. It was sort of like he just figured out, like. It was. Like, it took like a minute. It just, he figured it out and went, and something went, oh. Yeah. Steve was like, oh. Well, you could tell that those those body shots were hurting him. Yeah. You could tell he was like, ugh. He was sort of playing poker face. And I was happy for Stipe. At the same time, I knew it was going to be one of those things where whoever lost, I would wish they would have won. Yeah. Because I like both those guys. Um, at the same time, if DC would have gotten him down on the first earlier, that fight might have been stopped. Like when he had him mm-hmm. sort of just covering up. But yeah. Like if that would have happened one minute into the left in the round, they would have stopped it. It would have been a first round stoppage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was happy so. he didn't stop it because Herb Deed almost, you could see, he was right. Right. contemplating, should I stop this? And, uh, but it was a great fight. Um, who wins the rematch? That's a, 
interesting question. The third fight? Yeah, the third fight, if it happens, and it should happen. Because the thing about DC is he looked amazing in those first. Yeah. He won every minute of that fight until the last. Yeah. So when it comes to him retiring, I don't think he should retire yet because he still looks amazing. I mean, you could have given Stipe round, I think it was round two maybe, or one of the rounds where they were like, I mean, if you, I was watching it, I'm like, one of those things where I'm like, all right, I could have easily, not easily, but I, w- I would have given DC every round. Yeah. But if I was looking to give Stipe a round, there were a couple of rounds that were close. Like, you know, and I was sort of pulling for Stipe, even though I like DC and DC's my friend and Stipe's my friend. Uh, it, was a g- it was a great fight. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't it, know who wins the rematch. It's weird because DC... DC, DC really? <laughs> DC's not a champion anymore, DC so no matter what his next fight is, it's gonna, it has to be a championship fight for something, right? I feel, like they, I feel like DC has done enough for the UFC and is in a good graces and is such a great guy that they'll give him a rematch with Stipe, an automatic rematch. Also because, I mean, Ngannou wants it, the winner, but... This- Which would kind of be a low-key slap in the face to Stipe, too. What? Mm-hmm. Giving it DC an immediate rematch. Because he didn't even defend it. Or I guess he did defend yeah, it. Yeah, but Ngannou... I mean, he defended it, against Ngannou it, and Derek Is Ngannou an easier fight than DC in some ways? This new, improved Ngannou? I don't think so. I don't think it's an easier fight. Ngannou learned to sprawl. That's all he needed to do. Yeah. Because Stipe's only, only takedown against him was a double leg. You know, push him up against the cage and double leg him. So. And if he gets rocked by one of those punches, I mean... <sighs> I mean, if he gets hit the way he was getting hit with DC against Ngannou, that fight's over right. in 25 seconds. Right. Which um, it would be complete. I mean, it wouldn't be the same. He wouldn't have the same style. You know, he wouldn't sa- stand there and try to box Ngannou. Well, I got to be honest. I mean, Stipe was a Golden Glove boxer, and it looked like DC was the better boxer in that fight. Yeah. And DC is notorious for having awkward hands. Yeah. He's not known for. He's known for his power, but his hands are a little strange. The way he kind of just. It yeah, looks like he he's swatting moved, flies, yeah, moves, and then he moves, yeah, uh, very unorthodox. Uh, but it was a great fight. Well, if you ask me, I don't think the UFC should do a, a trilogy fight there. I think the best fight for pay per view buys would be. You guys already know what it is, right? Stipe John Jones. Hell yeah, dude! I know heavyweight title. And I think, I hope Jones does not beat Stipe, but I can see that happening. Oh, I think John Jones whoops Stipe's ass. Really? Yep. You think he whoops his ass? I think he whoops his ass. Just like DC I don't know. whooping his ass. Here's why. Through the same height. Here's why, though. Stipe has more power. I mean, Cormier has more power than John Jones. True. And the one that rocked him in the first was a power shot, right? So Jones will have to use his distance against Stipe. And I don't know. I mean, who has better wrestling? They both have good wrestling. Both, both division, good, I mean, both great wrestling. Great wrestling, yeah. You got to say that Jones has the speed advantage. Stipe Jones has, has the speed advantage. Jones has the submission advantage, I think. I think Jones has the tactical advantage. Stipe has the power the advantage. skill and ability advantage. Power, I mean, what does Stipe do? He throws one-twos. Power, weight, strength. I'll go to Stipe, though. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, if weight and strength would go to Stipe. Stipe came in at, two, what, 236 pounds? 230 pounds? But, I mean, but, but Stipe knocks out guys like... I mean, he knocks out Verdum. True. Uh, you know, he knocks out Overeem. Do we see John Jones knocking out Overeem? John Jones has John a Jones he has a one in like a in a stoppage in like twenty fights. He hasn't knocked out anybody. Well, except for DC with a kick. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see Jones knocking out anyone that Stipe has knocked out. Yeah, I don't think he he knocks any of them out either. And that's but why it's I such a good he, fight to I make. I think he 
he grounds and pounds him. I think he takes him all down and grounds and pounds him. You think he elbows takes down Stipe and grounds and pounds him? Really? Yep. yep. No. Yep. Really? Yep. Fuck. But you also said that DC was going to win. And who here picks Stipe? This guy. You did. Right? <laughs> you did. So Fair enough. Fuck off. Fair, <laughs> Fair enough. But DZ was winning four rounds of that fight. But who? So, it doesn't matter who wins. It goes that my little brother's the same no, thing. My John bro- Jones my, is not going to make the stupid mistakes. My little brother does that too. Matt, my brother, you know? I love. But he says to me, just so you know, DC is knocking out Stipe, right? And then when I after the fight, I, I just put. I don't know if he watches. I just put a question mark, question mark, question mark, <laughs> and then he write back. Yeah, he was winning every round. But dude, that doesn't matter. See, but I'm also not saying he's going to knock him out. I don't think he's gonna knock him out. And then, he, and then I, I think say, he grounds and pounds. He said the same thing about Colby and Robbie Lawler. He said Robbie's gonna knock out Colby. I wrote back, "You were saying, you know." And then he yes. writes back, "That was the worst he looked." Oh but my that god! Doesn't, that doesn't mean you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Colby, the hate for Colby Covington in the Honda Center on Saturday night, which I don't understand, was palpable. <laughs> we're, we're in a liberal state. That's why. Not Anaheim. I mean, well, there's a lot of Trump supporters in Orange County, though. Oh, yeah, because all old white people, Rich retired people, people yeah. that are happy. This was a. This was a very. Uh, it was a very Nate Diaz friendly crowd. Very they Mexican. Were all, like, dude, everybody cheered for Nate Diaz when he came out. Every. Yeah, single but where, but where would that, that not happen day. though? True. But here it was. It just felt different. It felt like yeah. this was Nate's home crowd. Okay, you know, and those people. Does he? The Mexicans don't not, like Colby. Not like the Colby. Yeah, Covington. I don't know who does like Colby. I mean, I guess if he goes to like a Trump rally, he'll he'll be celebrated. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there are certain. That'd be places, a smart move for him too. Certain places he he would be loved. Mm-hmm. Open workout, do an open workout at a Trump rally. Oh, it's funny because when I like there are certain places that I was at, like I was in Biloxi, Mississippi. They they were all about Trump. Uh, really? Maryland, they were not. I mean, he called the place a whole shithole. Yeah. You know. But it's funny, like when I'll make Trump jokes, and my jokes are not like very anti-Trump. I make very, I make more anti-Hillary jokes than yeah. Trump because I don't hate Trump. I'm not a Trump fan. I don't know mm. if I'm voting for him. Um, I like Tulsi Gabbard, to be honest. I, love Tulsi. I think I've heard a lot of people come out and say they like Tulsi. Tulsi is the. I've been talking Tulsi for like the last two years. So, I mean, so at the same time, I'm not one of these people that everything Trump does is. I hate him. I think he's racist. I mean, we gotta say if he does some good stuff and the economy is great. And he, anyway, let's, let's let's not. Anyway, my point is is that some people are just like, no matter what you say, they hate Trump. They, they can't. Trump could yeah. Trump could save a, a child that would like they don't have a, a building, and they'll be like, but he wouldn't save him if he was Mexican. I mean, they, they'll, they'll just they'll just tell you why exactly. this guy can do no right. You know, which I, which is I think pretty stupid. Come on. Yes. But um, I love Colby Covington. We all know this. I love Colby. This is a pro Colby podcast. It's a very pro Colby podcast. And I don't I don't dislike Usman. I think that Usman unfollowed me for some reason, but I think that might have been more his manager. Uh you know, I, I just think that but you have to understand Colby's shtick. Mm-hmm. I mean he's doing exactly. a sh- he's doing a shtick. I exactly. mean he, he was in TNA wrestling. If you can't see that, then you're dumb. I, I can't mean, even look, name a fighter right now that's as entertaining as Colby. You know what I'm saying? Or who makes headlines like Colby Covington. Also, the fact is, he's never voted before. He's just like, they found out he never voted once in his life. That's awesome. <laughs> he's like this pro-Trump guy. But he funny. says, well, because that's because so nobody, awesome. nobody, I, I didn't have the feelings I have towards that. Nobody represented me like Trump. Yeah. Bullshit. Come on, man. Like, Did he vote for Trump even? No. He, didn't, <laughs> he, didn't vote, he never voted in his life. It's hilarious. Another reason to like him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's even funnier. It is. It is, though. The ultimate troll. He's Colby Chaos Covington. Chaos doesn't just mean that's what he does in the octagon. Well, they were saying this. His whole life is chaos, came dude. Up to he Dana, loves chaos. They said uh, the whole time, like, 
uh, hey, you might have to move Colby. But he said no because there wasn't one seat empty in the, in the arena. Yeah. And he said that people kept coming up and starting with Colby. Like he wasn't starting anything. Yeah. He goes, he's the most popular, unpopular person in MMA right now. I just hope that it makes, I hope he gets paid because it would yeah. suck for oh, him for not sure. to. Be. I mean, I know he think, I think he got, he's getting paid, but I hope he gets paid what, like, like what a he's lot. worth. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. What he's worth and what he's bringing. You know, even if people are coming to see him lose, people are coming. Yeah. You know, if they're coming to see, if, if you're putting butts in the seats just to see him lose, those butts are still going into the seats. And the Usman so fight. that's on him. And the thing about Mayweather is that when Mayweather, people hated Mayweather, but I think everybody knew at the time that Mayweather was going to win these fights. Right. They're like, oh, you know, even like Victor Ortiz, like these guys, they would prop up and everyone kind of knew that Robert the Ghost Whitaker was not going to beat Mayweather. Right. Whereas with Usman, you're like, uh... This is a yeah, good. Be, yeah, this is a good fight. Mm-hmm. This, this is not like John Jones, where they're kind of propping people up, and you're like, okay, yeah, all I right. can see how OSP. Diego Santos could yeah. win <laughs> if he does this and that. It's right, like right, you, right. you kind of knew Jones was going to win, except for the Cormier fight. Yeah, this was is, the, no, this is different. Yeah, this is different. I think honestly, I think I don't know. I think Colby might take it. I, I think Colby know, might take it. The only way I, I see him losing is if he gets hurt early. Because I don't, I don't think Usman's going to have his, his, his work rate. Uh, it's going to be close. And that's what I'm really interested to see. Because Usman works like that, too, just in a different way. He's more like the wrestling Khabib grind. Yeah. I don't than, know, man. Than the, the up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. But if you look at Colby's fights, he's never lost a round. Except for the fight, the lo- the fight that he got choked out in. Like, he, like all his fights, True. I think, were 30-27. I mean, yeah. except for maybe, who did he lose a round to? I mean, I Maya, he, I he won 5 nothing against Maya. Yep. Uh, he won 5 nothing against Robbie Lawler, maybe even, like, even bigger than that. Um, I think it was. I think there was like two 10-8 rounds. I think uh, he fought, I think, what was it, Barbarena? Who yep. was, was a, uh, and Max Griffin, he won every round against Max Griffin. Barbarena uh, against uh, Don Kim. I think he won every round against Don Kim. So I don't think he's lost, except for Warley Alves, who, according to Colby, he had like a fucked up shoulder going to that fight, and yeah. Alves hit him with. I was there at that fight. I can't see him. He hasn't lost a round, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. It is pretty wild. But because of his antics, people forget that. People are like, "Oh well." Well, because he's not the most entertaining fighter either. So he's entertaining until he gets into the octagon, and then it's like he just does the work. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like there's no flash, there's no pomp, there's nothing. It's just do the work. Uh, Nate, Which I, I respect the shit out of that. Of course. Because like, that, that mental game is so, like, the fact if that... If John Jones just, like, had Colby covering his work ethic... Oh, my God. And, and even, you know, forget about it. Yeah. I mean, it would, there wouldn't be that Gustafson fight. Yeah. There wouldn't be that last fight. It's almost like when Colby fights, it's almost like he's not in a fight because he's not going off timing and reaction. It's just like... Just go. Just start button it's mashing. Sort of like just Clay Guido with more hands. skill. Yeah. It's kind of like Clay Guido with It's skill. pretty cool to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I like it too because I'm, I'm a guy who, uh, who does not... I, look, when I started doing comedy, I took comedy classes, and I was never the funniest person in the comedy classes. Never. But, right. I'm, the, but I'm the only one still doing comedy, right. pretty much. Uh, and when I wrestled, I was an average wrestler. My, my seventh grade year, my record was like four and four. By the time I was in senior, I was 40 and one, okay? And it's just, it's just work ethic. Yeah. That's all it is. 
in MMA and, re- and wrestling is one of the only sports. I remember taking a, I was at Iowa wrestling camp and Chad Zapital, who uh, was a three-time um, runner-up in the nationals, which is like, oh, right? They call it they, they, they call it bridesmaid uh, in wrestling. You're a three-time bridesmaid, which is kind of fucked up. But he was oh, like, so but he was say, he was telling us, you know, all the wrestlers there, and he said, listen, you know, wrestling is the one of the only the only sports where you could be good at if you put the work in. He goes, I could stand on the, under a basketball hoop and I could jump from now to the next 20 years. I'll never be able to dunk. Yeah. Ever. But wrestling, you're as good as you want to be. Yeah. And that's one of the few things in life that you could actually... Stand-up comedy is kind of like that because it's such a... It's all on you. Shitty, fucking fucked up business that people just... People do comedy to get out of comedy. <laughs> like people... There was an old joke saying uh, a comedian won the lottery, a road comic... Uh, and they said, "What are you gonna do with the money?" He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep. The, I'm gonna do the road till the, till the, till the money runs out." But that's how that's how little you're getting paid, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, but stand up comedy is you. You could be really good if you put the work in, because you'll figure out what doesn't work really quick, right. and you'll replace it with things that work. Right. And kind of with same thing with, with, with wrestling and comedy. Very jujitsu is probably the same way. Uh, I, I'm sure it's the same way. There are kids that I was submitting that were blue belt, that were white belts that I now see because I see them I'm doing Muay Thai, they're yeah. purple belts, and I'm sure they would fuck me up at this point because right. they, they've been there. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> they've been um, putting in the work. Yeah, they the know hours. the yeah. position. They know what to do. I mean, do you know how, how frustrating it was when I would get a kid into a guillotine and squeeze as hard as I can for 10 minutes and he would just be sitting there like knowing that I'm not, yeah, not exactly. going to tap him? That's, exactly. The, the only thing, that's just being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowing that. There was another kid that was like this fucking little Asian dude that was a black belt that they would start off in guillotine position and he'd be able to like, oh, rear naked choke position. And he'd be able to get out every time. Yep. And I guarantee I could bench more than this fucking guy. And and I couldn't get out of his, whatever he was doing. And it's just because it's just, he's been there. He knows what to do. Yeah. I mean, that's with everything though. You know, once you put in enough time, you're going to be a master at it. Uh, Eventually. I don't know, man. You have to put in the time. So, Nate... It takes you 20 years, it takes 10 years. Nate whatever. Diaz, Anthony Pettis. Woo. This fight, when it first started out, the first 20 seconds, I was like, Ugh. the first two minutes, I was like, Nate looks kind of off. And then we got that takedown. It was just a different fight. Yeah, dude. Nate, Nate, uh, he shocked me, honestly. Mm-hmm. We're great. Shocked me. I was like, I was not expecting a, a Nate Diaz like that. That yeah. active of an eight Diaz. Like yeah. he's always he's always in shape. I get it. Like oh yeah, you know he stays in shape. He trains. He runs triathlon. He looked phenomenal. I'm he happy for him. You put him away. And, and when they and when they asked him about uh, Colby Covington, he said who? Yeah. He goes. <laughs> he, goes so he goes. What weight is he? So great. He goes, I don't pay attention to these new flash in the pan guys. Yeah. Whatever. That uh, uh, Nate versus Masvidal fight is gonna be. Sick, dude. Um, yeah, I'm that's gonna be a five rounder for sure. I'm I don't know who wins that fight. Who wins that fight? I don't know. After watching Nate in this last one, yeah, you know, and we're watching like, Masvidal in five, and watching Masvidal in the last one. But the Masvidal that like lost to Ayakinta, who, who I thought won by the way, and the Masvidal that's fighting now is a different guy. Yeah, right now I think Masvidal probably wins that fight just because I think his camp is. So smart with coming up with game plans and stuff. That's like, uh, what is it? ATT. ATT yeah. It's like yeah. the best uh, MMA camp uh, gym. I think, in my opinion, out there right now. Seems like it. That they're and AKA. Close. Yeah. Seems they're like close. it. Close. If they're not the best, they're damn close. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, I forgot to say that Brock Lesnar 
told Kurt Angle that he wants to come back and fight John Jones. Great. Jones said he'll embarrass Brock Lesnar. He will. Should they even make this fight? No. <laughs> that time has come and gone. I mean, look, if Brock comes back and fights, will I watch it? Yes. Absolutely. Now, if they Especially fought, if he's fighting John Jones. What if they fight in Ryzen, where it's... Steroids you, are yeah, legal? You could, yeah, who, who, who wins the steroid Brock versus Ooh, steroid know. Jones? I don't know. Steroid Brock might just squeeze, pick him up and squeeze him. Really? Yeah. I don't know why he never did that. Just go clinch and body lock and just pick him up and squeeze. Like <laughs> fucking Bane from yeah, Batman. Yeah, exactly. Because he hates getting just hit. Break their back. He hates getting punched. True. I mean, remember that fight against Cain Velasquez? Yeah. People, they, they, you know, people are remembering Brock Lesnar versus Mark Hunt. But they're forgetting Brock Lesnar versus Overeem and Kane, yeah. which was getting sad. Yeah. But I think pre-diverticulitis Brock, the guy, the Brock Lesnar that put Frank Muir in a headlock, a schoolyard headlock, and just and shovel punch him, face, mm-hmm. yeah. was the greatest Brock. That was the, I think, almost the greatest. Like that night, there were certain guys where that night, I don't think anybody could have beaten Brock Lesnar. UFC 100. Could, yeah. you, could you think of any heavyweight in the history of time that would have beaten Brock Lesnar? Maybe Fedor. But... Maybe. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that was a different beast. After that Shane Carwin win, too, was like... But he got... I he, mean, but he was getting murked yeah, by Carwin. Yeah, he should have been stopped. But, uh, that was after... Just it. the fact... But, but it's Brock Lesnar who we're talking about hates getting punched. Oh, yeah. Came back after getting just beaten. His yeah. face battered. Yeah. And submits the guy. It's like, crazy. what? Uh, also, it got announced October 27th or 28th, Ben Askren... Versus Maya, oh. Askren tweeted out, this will just determine who the best grappler is. Which I put a joke, I'm like, yeah, the audience will be grappling to stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> and then people were like, you're a newbie, you obviously don't like... I'm like, first of all, I love Ben Askren, I can't wait for this first fight. All, These friends. are fucking jokes, yeah. people, okay? Like, come on. Newbie. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, uh, someone's like, go watch Glory. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to watch... I well, absolutely, yeah, I absolutely will watch Glory. Yeah, I'll watch Thank Glory too, much. but like, leave me alone. Uh... I don't know about this one, though, because I feel like Ben's advantage is grappling against people. Right. Now he doesn't have the advantage anymore. I mean, but he, he has grappling with striking, and that's the equalizer in this, is the striking. Because has anyone I mean, ever submitted them, Maya? No, he's not going to submit Maya, but he could sit on him for five <laughs> rounds and punch him a couple times, you know? <sighs> I could see it happening. If Ben stays focused on staying on top, like, look, what you have to avoid with Damian Maya is a sweep and a back take. That's it. If you're on top and he's working his guard and you're just peppering each other back and forth and stands back up, you get a takedown, you're on top, you're working back and forth, that's what it's going to be. Now, what do you think about... Unless Damian Maya takes his back. Then what do you think over. about the whole Ben Askren, um, Dylan Dennis, Pettis thing that went on over the weekend? You hear about that? No. So Anthony Pettis uh, saw Masvidal... And said, hey, man, I'm happy for you, blah, blah, blah. And there was a video of it. And then Dylan Dennis tweeted out, wow, you, know, you need new friends, Ben, or something. And then Ben was like, maybe I do need, maybe I do need new friends. I thought we, I thought we were cool, uh, me and you. you know, I think this is a little bit, like he kind of like, I can't tell if he was being serious or not, but it seemed like he kind of was. I'll tell Wait, you, this I, was Ben to Anthony Pettis? Yeah. Like, well, because, yeah, because they train, they're the same gym. I think they were. I, th- I'm, I don't know. Like, that gym's weird. Like, supposedly, Askren did his training camp where he lives and was bringing in, like, Biggie Mike Rhodes and someone else. I mean, else. whatever it is. And like, he's a, they're both 
Duke Rufus guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and Pettis and Masvidal are boys, so it's like, I mean, whatever. We all have friends that don't like our other friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I got plenty okay, of them. So, okay, so Pettis says there's no beef between Ben Askren after Masvidal praise. Pettis was caught in the potential drama regarding a comment he made at one of the embedded. So what happened was Askren responded but was being sarcastic, maybe, but calling it unacceptable and saying, I don't need fake friends. That's said he wasn't too amused. So then, um, uh, and then Masvidal then wrote, uh, uh, it, like, hey, you, you're such a good friend. Why are you causing drama the day of his fight to, to, about Pettis? Like, it was, like, really kind of weird. Like, they were going back and forth. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You could be friends with someone who knocked out, who, who knocked you out. You could be I fr- think so. You know, yeah. Like Ben shouldn't get upset about that. Yeah. Right. Or maybe he should. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I don't see where. Like, it's one guy congratulating another guy. Who cares, man? Like, who yeah. cares? You know, it's. I don't think it's a spit in the face to either of them. Yeah. Or a. You know, like. I don't know. Dan Hardy plans on re-entering the USADA pool. That'd be cool, but I don't know. how. how it's like 60 at this point. <laughs> I, I like Dan I like Hardy. how in Adam's mind, MMA fighters age like <laughs> dog years. They do, it's their body. Yeah, MMA years are different. They yeah. are, man. They are. Like, your body goes through so much. Like, uh, you could be 35. Your body's 50. Hardy's like, fucking up there, but good for him. Mm-hmm. Well, how old is he? I mean, how old is he? 30, 35, 36? Uh, he's got to be around there. Yeah. I, I like the guy. And, and guys are still, I mean, we saw on Saturday, Yoel Romero's 40 years old and still like. Oh, yeah. Let's can, talk about that, do by it the like way. like the rest of them. That fight was awesome. I mean, That fight was awesome. Dean Thomas had me convinced that Costa was not on the level of Romero, that Romero fought the better guys. It was going to be a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Dean Thomas, man. Sorry, but that, you were wrong on that one. Yeah. Costa looked amazing. Well, Michael Bisping made a made a really interesting point. He was talking about Cuban wrestlers in particular, where he's like, Cuban wrestlers will do exactly the amount of work they need to do to win. They're not gonna like if your output is eighty five percent, their output's gonna be eighty six. You but, know, like he, he's never gonna go like, oh shit, it's possible that I might lose this fight. I better push a little harder. Mm-hmm. It's just now, he's coasting. I'm coasting. He's pushing. I'm pushing. But who do you think he's won doing that this, fight? I'm doing that. I think Romero won that fight. Really? Yes. No. Yes. I think Costa won that fight. Who do you think won? Probably Costa. I think he won at least one round one, definite, and mm-hmm. two. Maybe three went to Romero? I mean, where, what round Maybe, do you think he won? I mean, well, I, you were there. Did it look... I thought being there, I, I gave him all to Romero. All three rounds? I thought it was a The crowd was behind Romero, easy, though. The crowd was behind Romero, yes. But he landed a lot more to the head. He did more damage. Way more damage. I mean, their actual strikes, like significant strikes, were about equal. Maybe, but his striking equal. was crazy. His, his technique is like... Yeah. It's, I don't know what he was doing. Like, he could have been a lot cleaner. And what was his thing on his tongue? And it was very strange. He's a weird guy, man. <laughs> I mean, when you think about this guy, people forget that Romero's, like, number one, an amazing fighter, obviously one of my favorite, but the guy, like, shit himself won a fight. Or it looked like he shit himself. <laughs> Then he wouldn't get off a stool. Remember yeah. that fight against Tim oh, Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. Then he was like, wasn't he holding the gloves? Or was Kennedy holding his gloves and punching him? He said Kennedy was holding his gloves. Okay, yeah. so there was a whole stool thing. Then when he knocked out, what was it, Luke Rockhold, he said, don't be for, or, be for, or was it Dave Branch? No, he said, for gay Jesus. Don't dude. be for gay Jesus. Uh-huh. 
Uh, then he tried to make out with Rockhold after the fight. Like every one of his fights, for a guy, there's some weird, yeah, <laughs> some like, like yeah. funky thing happens. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love Yoel uh, Romero. This fight was more, like probably the most normal. I mean, he goes by 41. He could be like 51 or because so, normally Cubans be, are the a Cubans, lot younger yeah, yeah. or older than they say they are. Yeah, but true. that those bodies. How do you get a body like that? Dude, Both of them. Genetics. I mean, gen- come that on. one. Genetics. Yo Romero. I mean, he's black. Yo Romero is he's genetics. Cuban. Oh. Well, yeah, but like Cubans are well, half he, half of Cuba is just African dudes. Well, they're blacker than us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, for sure. Wait, you think it's genetics? Come on. I think. Well, obviously, juice. Obviously, it's obviously juice. Yeah. But how are they getting paid? He he won. He sued and got, he made money on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. The guy he has, got, to, dude, he has to be juicy. <laughs> I mean, juicy. both of them though. Costa for sure, because because of Costa's background, I'm more inclined to say he's like if you had to pick between them, then Costa. He's a bodybuilder. Like that's what they do. Oh they just do steroids with weight. No, I listen. I I liked it. I was just like, I mean, oh, it was a great I loved fight. The fight. It was and, a great fight. And by the middle of the fight, you forgot they were both like on stuff. But who knows if they're even on stuff? Allegedly, I mean, yeah. who knows? I mean, both of them could be completely clean now. <sighs> Crazy. And that's the thing. Like they could be clean now, but we've all seen like the the pre and post steroid body with Vitor. Yeah. Like well, yeah, but the changes. thing is that these guys know these guys always the look same. like that. Though. Yeah, exactly. So far, we've never seen anything. But Yo Romero like came out of the womb with like a twelve pack. Yeah. yeah. And being for like you know gay bottles or whatever, or not for gay bottles. Uh, Sodiq Youssef. Happy for him. Oh, looked phenomenal. That dude. We're gonna. I'm gonna talk to him later. You can hear it on Rockfin. If you're a Rockfin fan and uh, you're a fan of me, by the way, I'm going on Rockfin because I coach wrestling and Jordan Burroughs puts his wrestling uh, videos up there yep. and his techniques. Ben Askren puts his stuff up there. Jordan Oliver puts his stuff up there. Uh, Tony Ramos puts his stuff up there. So I, I, we're gonna have a whole great team now. By the way, we're looking for a, a coach in Woodland Hills. Did I get the email? They're looking to hire a coach in Wilton Hills. Not interested. Not for you, but I'm saying if you know anybody <laughs> out there. Uh, yeah, I'll ask. Uh, so Derek Brunson beat my man Ian Heinish, who, uh, you got to look, once again, Ian went from prison to, yeah. a, you know, a cannery prison to, like, mm-hmm. Rikers. To, the fact that he's even there is a win. And it really is. It really is. And hats off to him. I thought the Brunson were having a smart game plan, too, and not going sock em, rock em, sock em robots. I mean, it seems finally. like... He, finally, right? That finally. was his, He was finally... Well, he was like, getting oh, caught. Oh, hey, you're, I'm a wrestler? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. College wrestler. <laughs> uh, Kama Worthy. Man. Knocked out Devontae Smith. Yeah. That was that crazy. Was gnarly. I didn't see that fight. That God was damn gnarly, it. man. And, every, I mean, everything pointed to Devontae Smith should have, should have won that fight. You know? We'd, or, I mean, I, we didn't know. We didn't really know much about about Kama Worthy aside from the fact that they're training partners. And usually, if two guys are training partners. One of them makes it to the UFC, and the other one isn't. It, it's yeah. pretty pretty easy to say like, oh, well, that guy's better, right? <laughs> like, so, yeah. man, he looked super bummed. Uh, I feel for him. Yeah, he'll be back. Uh, Corey for Sanhagen, sure. who, uh, man, I've always liked this guy, but yeah. now I'm really taking him seriously. Dude, he was nasty. I mean, Asuncio was perfect. Like no he joke. fought, he fought perfect. He was good on the bottom. He was good on the top. He was good on the feet. Like, I don't, I don't see. I don't know. It's gonna be whoever he fights next is gonna have a tough fight ahead of him. Mm-hmm. My man Drakkar Close, love that guy. Also, what you thought he lost? No, he definitely won. But he's a what? You don't like Chris, him? Christos is is my dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like Drakkar. I hung out with him in Arizona. Nice guy. Nice. Very humble guy. 
came from like I think from Detroit, like like rough yeah, beginnings. Yeah, rough. Yeah, rough upbringing. Now he's he, dude. That was there was a moment where it looked like he was about to lose. And now he's dating uh, what's her name? The girl from uh, the girl that gave Felice Herrick the finger. Remember they they got into a fight. She's like she's kind of hot. But she's it's coming back hot. to me. It's coming back to me. You know what I'm talking about? She's a soccer college soccer player from like Indiana. Oh um. She has a. She got a chin on her. Yeah. She got a chin on her, like a Courtney Casey. Courtney That's Casey. It. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Those two are dating. Was it the chin? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was the chin. Yeah. They should breed those two because they'll have some uh, athletic kids. Some athletes. Yeah. Um, and then Courtney uh, Casey's hot, man. Uh, my man uh, Brandon Davis lost. That kind of sucked. Jody Escobar lost, and Sabrina Mazzo looked really good against Shayna Dobson. She looked really good. I mean, 30, 24, 30, 25, 30, 25. Damn. Especially considering her her debut, which she lost. Who'd she lose to? Um, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, she's from out here too, right? Yeah. She, um, I mean, she lost. She lost a decision, I think. Or she got submitted. Mm. One or the other. And Ryzen. She just came out slow. Horiguchi got, got knocked out in one minute. Who? And Ryzen. By who? Kai Asukara. One minute and eight seconds. Right. Knocked out a guy that beat Darion Caldwell twice. A guy that everyone says that American Top Team is the best fighter at ATT. Got knocked out in one minute. Crazy. Against this guy. Kai Asukara. All right. Could just see. be a freak knockout. Could be. It, you well, never know. Watch it. You yeah. never know. I, I haven't seen it. The guy's 10 and 1. We'll have to watch And it. then uh, Victor Henry won. That's uh, yep. uh, Burnett's guy. Burnett's dude. And then MMA. my man Jared Brooks got a draw. Uh, headbutt. Head the sucks. monkey god? The monkey god. And Justin Scoggins won. Nice. He, he's back on track. Nice. Which is good. Good for him. Upcoming event this week, the Contender Series. You watching that at all? I've I have watched it. Yeah. I don't really watch it religiously because it's Tuesday nights, right? I work yeah. Tuesday nights, so Sam. I was into it at first, but I hated Snoop Dogg. That like turned me off to it. Oh, I loved I love Snoop Dogg. He but he was saying like you yeah, it's ridiculous. You bitch, calling guys bitches funny. and stuff. And they like, still do that. No, they replaced him. That was when he did it with like you uh, you uh, Ryo, we, we, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I didn't like Snoop Dogg at all. What is it, dude? Tough name, man. Give me a break. I don't know what it is about. I don't know why I'm not watching it. I should watch it. I yeah, because they have great fights. Yeah, they got great fights. They're bringing back it's the Ultimate Fighter, like, by the way. It's all like. Really? Champions, former champions. That's awesome. I wonder who's going to be coaches. I, Any I, rumors? I said it should be Colby versus... John Jones, Stipe. Colby versus uh, Usman. Usman. But they're going to fight... The, people said no, because whoever yeah. the coaches are, it always jinxes them or something. Yeah, it, and it's like... It's not fair for a fight like that. It's not fair to have them coaching a fucking reality show like while they're supposed to be. In but tell me, it wouldn't be awesome. And, oh, it w- I would watch every episode. Yeah, absolutely. Colby Covington. Fuck can I do worry that I, I do get worried that he would say something stupid and get himself banned from the UFC or something. Do you maybe. think maybe like who are some chick fighters that can be the uh, team captains? I don't know, but uh, Bellator Amanda and then uh, Jermaine Durand. I mean, nah. you see who Bellator cut? Bellator cut Chitty Chitty and Ganu. I mean Chitty uh, Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they cut like freaking name. five guys that um, uh, Chitty and Jikawani. And Jikawani, yes. Yeah. I don't understand why that would happen. Like, he How did you like, cut Anthony and Jikawani? No, the, or not Anthony. The other, it's the other one, right? Yeah, his yeah, brother. yeah. His brother who's um, like just fought for like a title or something. Yeah, dude. I mean. They got to make room. They got to make room for the retirees, you know? He just fought, he just fought uh, Rafael Cabajo. Make room for DC coming. 
but they they cut him. They cut uh, they cut uh, uh the Israeli guy um, Noad Lahat. Noad Lahat. Yeah, who's like the best fighter ever from Israel. There's only like two of them. Doesn't matter. He he's still the best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they cut nine guys two days ago. I'll tell you who they cut. Maybe it makes no sense. They cut Chitty. For, for Bellator to be cutting, it's like why cut people? Why just like? Not only that, but they have guys on the undercard that are like local guys. It's like yeah. it's like a bringer fucking mm-hmm. fight promotion. <laughs> they they cut Chitty Chitty. They cut Noah Lahat. They cut Hasaki Kato. He's the guy that beat um, Joe. Shilling Thanks. twice. Joe Schilling. Oh, yeah. Jared Trice, who was like an undefeated right. heavyweight wrestler. Chris Honeycutt. Really? They fought J.J. Ambrose. They cut Carrington Banks. They Nathan. cut J.J. Ambrose? Yeah. What the hell? I don't, I, I don't get it. Uh, I, don't, I mean, he was just a co-headliner. Um, Chitty. He, 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 he yeah. Lo- he lost to John Salter and Rafael Cavajo. All right, but he's still... They're, he, they're crazy over there at Bellator. Lahat I mean, went 4-2. We and two. You know... Uh, Honeycutt uh, went seven and three, <laughs> and um, Jared Trice is four and zero, oh. and they cut him. What they, are they gonna like sign Rikishi and fucking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they had a boss, from, boss is coming back to do one more. They had a cut from. They, they hired a girl from Hooters who, who, who fought today, a couple of times ago. No, that that hot. You know that hot girl from Miami that the, with the ass that we talked about, uh-huh. that, like is the karate girl. The oh yeah 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 yeah. Her opponent. Was like working at Hooters the week of the fight. <laughs> wow. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Bellator's thinking. Bellator, you have good fighters. You don't need to to go out searching for garbage <laughs> on the street. Mm. I, I just, what's the point? I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I, I like these guys. I mean, Scott Coker obviously has his his reasoning behind things, and he's built a couple successful promotions. Well, Noah like, Lahat was a paratrooper in the Israeli yeah, army. Yeah, like. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, he was a paratrooper in the Israeli army. He trains with Khabib. He, he trains with those guys. Yep. He, he went four and two. He, 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 I mean, he, the guys he lost to, like he lost to Darion Caldwell and like someone else. Like, yeah. But he's a name. People know who he is. Like, why are you going to cut a guy like that? Mm. Yeah, the guy's got two kids. To sign some random, you know, Jack Swagger opponent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, TJ, you know? TJ, whatever his name is. What was that guy's name? TJ Trash King. No idea. But that whatever guy, by the way. Was, you know, like. Although I do like that guy because I put it together like they put like there was like a list going around like top five, top this. Like so I put like most overrated. I started with GSP. Then I put like best, be, like greatest hands. I put Paul Malignaggi. <laughs> uh, and then it was like best current fighter. I put him. Nice. And then I put like it was I just kept going like most underrated fighter, James Tony. And that guy retweeted it and goes, I made the list of lists. So <laughs> <laughs> That guy awesome. called out. Uh, Bigfoot Silva and bare knuckle fighting. Ooh. They signed Bigfoot Silva. Really? That's yeah. Interesting. Dude, Bigfoot Silva and bare knuckle fighting is a very interesting one to me. I feel like he's got no chin. He doesn't have a chin. That's the point. He has zero chin and he's got gymungous hands. So <laughs> if he hits you first, he wins. If not, oh well. See you, Bigfoot. By the way, Dakota Cochran listens to our podcast because he heard it and called out. Uh, Hector Lombard. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Based on our podcast. Let's do it. That's a good fight, right? Let's do it. I love that fight. Dakota Cochran's killing it in bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. Beat Johnny Hendricks and beat Chris Lieben. Yep. I mean... Knocked them both out, right? Hendricks knocked out, beat up Lieben. Beat up Lieben. And Lieben was looking unbeatable. 
Oh, did you know Chase, our boy Chase Sherman is now the champion of, of bare knuckle boxing? <laughs> yes. The vanilla gorilla. Yes. So, I, mean, dude, I love bare knuckle boxing. It's freaking like ridiculous it's as it is. life to these guys. That, it's like, so fun to watch. We dude. thought we'd never see him again, and they were decent, and now they've just found this whole new home. This is beautiful. The, this, what's her, the Australian Rowdy chick? Back. Does she still do it? She's back in Bellator now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that makes, they had to cut the nine to, to sign Rowdy Beck. I, I, well, I, well, no, Rowdy Beck deserves to be back in Bellator. But, oh, she absolutely does. But absolutely. yeah, I don't, I don't get why they cut. I mean, I, if you want to cut nine fighters, like, yeah, no offense, but cut the guy that just lost to, you yeah, know, whatever. Exactly. Um, there are guys to cut in Bellator that they seem to be keeping around. Mm-hmm. Um, even the guy from Italy that fights every time they go to Italy, who like never wins. Sakara? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he, he's like two and nine in his last 11 fights. Like, don't cut guys that went seven and two in the organization. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Matt Mitrione is the rematch this week against uh, Karatinov, the guy who kicked in the balls. Bellator? Yeah, yeah Bellator. All right. That's good because there's no other, like, there's not a UFC event this weekend. So, so we've no. got something to look forward to. That's awesome. Uh, who do you think wins? <sighs> Mitrione by ball kick. <laughs> Have you ever been kicking the balls? Um, I'm usually the ball kicker. <laughs> yeah. I go for a lot of inside kicks, inside leg uh, kicks. Got it. And they just, you know, have bad control or they move and catch them. Right Wean dog, how, how's the sex life? We haven't <laughs> talked about that in a while. Sex life is good. Uh, we just banged in a, a nice fancy jacuzzi bathtub over the weekend. Nice. I think my girlfriend was on her period. It, it, dude, that bath water was so... So disgusting, dude. Wait, what happened? It's just like, you know, baths, baths in the first place are so gross, but when you're banging in there, you're, you're squirting all over the place, you're coming, you guys are both peeing all over the place, and you, then you do anal in there. You did anal there? Yeah, in the bathtub. In the bathtub? Yeah, I saw, it's so disgusting. I was watching the fights, too, at the same time. Uh, Romero versus Costa was on, so I had it on my phone watching it, like, on the side. Wait, wait, I think we have to slow down a little That's bit. That's why when I... My, Wait, so it was this her parents' best. It was her this parents. This is the best thing ever. Her, her parents' place? Uh, yeah, they have like a beach house when we were over there for the weekend. Okay, so was... and then you guys were having sex. Yeah, she had on her so period. In the jacuzzi yeah. bathtub. She, was her was her tampon in there? No, it was out. So she took out a tampon. Yeah, of course. Can and you have sex with a tampon uh, in? With him, I have to ask. I've done okay. it before. Yeah, I was oh. kind of I was kind of questioning. Girl had a tampon in, and she's like, "I'm on my period. Like, are you gonna take it out when we bang?" She's like, "Oh no, it's okay." Was your dick rubbing against Interesting. it? Interesting. Yeah. No, it was like pushed all the way back. Oh, the back like shoved it in? Yeah. Did it come out of her mouth? <laughs> no. <laughs> or a string comes out. Like a floss. No. Um, okay. Yeah. So then you, she's on a period and mm-hmm. you're having sex with her anyway. Yeah. And then blood coming up through the water? I mean, no. But when I was finger blasting her, I, I would always like occasionally look at my fingers and there's a little bit of blood. But I right. think most of it just goes in the water. Right. And then you decide to have to do anal? So you're just yeah. sloshing around in bloody, shitty water. Yeah. Now, was there any warm-up in the Sounds anal great. or no? Or? Nah, I mean, I just stick it in there, you know. I, yeah. I do like a little, a little like massage therapy down there just to loosen the muscles. Right. Which I think is very important if you're going to do that. Um, Tell but, your mom uh, listens absolutely. to this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> go on. Hi, mom. <laughs> uh, hi, Tyler's mom. It's uh, pretty hot. Sorry. Uh, All right, go on. So, so, so you were hitting it from behind. Yeah. Uh, now, did, 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 uh, did you... Come in her butt? No, I mean I'd love to do that. To be honest, I'd love to do that. I mean, if you're gonna come anywhere inside of it, like that's the place to do it. Yeah, but why didn't you? Just out of respect, you know. If that was if that was some (laughs) Tinder girl. Respect. Oh, if that was just some Tinder girl. Pile of her own shit and blood. If that was just a Tinder girl, I respect her too much. Yeah, I don't give a shit. All right. (laughs) 
Priorities, it's, man. It's hard. Your quality of life, when you get like a girlfriend, it drops down significantly because you're having so much fun when you're single. You're banging all these chicks every day. And especially when you get a girlfriend who's not that interested in mixed martial arts yeah. at all. So you're watching the fights while having sex with her in the, in the butt? Yeah. Okay, so you busted. So did you bust at all on her back? Yeah, just, just in the bathtub. In the bathtub. Yeah. So when? Okay, well, at what point of the fight? Was it like the end of the fight? It was probably yeah, like, like ah! at the decision. <laughs> yeah. Winner by split decision. Paulo. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Man, this is a very original podcast, people. You're not yes. going to get the, this, this kind of breakdown of fights. Can you guys well believe as... that Khabib versus Dustin Poirier is like two weeks away? I can't. Oh. I, I Don't jinx it. How can I jinx wait, it, dude? Don't, don't, oh, don't, don't, don't even, don't even talk about it. Yeah. They might get they might, some, yeah, some freak accident might happen. But this is what no, I mean by Bellator, gonna right? Nothing's going to happen. This is what I mean by Bellator, right? So then, okay, they have uh, Javi Ayala. He's a good fighter. I, mean, I think he always loses, right? He's the guy. Uh, he's fighting Vitaly Monikov. was 21-1 and one heavyweight. Oh, by the way, Scott Coker, I guess, is now a troll because he tweeted out, uh, after, I think, but right before the heavyweight fight, Ryan Bader is the best heavyweight on the planet, and the memes that went on after were like That's great. But so I retweeted it, and then Scott followed me. That's great. But like, what? Like, do you think he's being funny? He must know that. Do you think he really believes that? No. I mean, he, I mean, he could. He's their champion. He could. I don't think he does. But Ryan Bader is one of the best heavyweights on the planet. He has looked. Is he phenomenal. in the top ten? Heavyweights? I think so. Yeah, I think okay. I think he could hang in the top ten in the UFC let's, right now for see. sure. Let's see. Okay, let's. Is he beating Stipe? No. Okay. Is he beating? Uh, is he beating Cormier? He's not beating Stipe. Stipe is not beating DC. Okay, and he's beating Ngannou. I don't think he beats Ngannou, but he could just like low single him. Yeah, and look, get wrist control well, and just do what he did look, to to his last three guys. But. 265. I mean, it's a big... It's going to be tough. And yeah. I'm talking about a guy that... By the way, Ryan Bader's wife follows me on Instagram. She's like this hot Trump supporter. <laughs> she like loves Trump, is always putting the like random like... But she's like this hot country girl. You can tell he, 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 like stays, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. he stays out of it. Smoking hot, like country... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know her name, but she seems like a, a, fun, a, a fun chick to follow. Um, so, uh, all right. So, Nganu, I'm saying no, he's not beating Nganu. I understand why you would say he yes. Right. Maybe like a... You all maybe Mitrione Nganu, what he did to Mitrione, but... I mean, look at what Anthony Johnson did to Bader. Yeah. Granted, Johnson's a better wrestler, but I Way feel better. like I feel like... If he lands anything, a so jab is putting him down. The, that's the four out. That's the top that's the four. Top three. What about someone like Derek Lewis? I See, like, like there's a fight that like I think Ryan Bader could beat Derek Lewis. Me no. too. You hey, know? I, yeah, Derek Lewis. But does I don't he, think he necessarily does every time. Ten out of ten, mm-hmm. but five out of ten. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, like that's a, that's a either way for me. Arlovsky. Arlovsky. I think Bader beats Arlovsky too. Yeah, maybe just, just because of. Miles about modern day Alistair Overeem. That's interesting. Because isn't he like still like rank six or something? Overeem's got pretty good takedown defense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got really good hips. He knows how. Like he and he's just such a veteran of the game. Like he knows, you know, he knows all the little tricks and all the little stuff that Bader will try to like get him to bite into. Yeah, I want to say that Overeem. But like, I mean, that's you know, he's sitting there, top six, seven. Kane Velasquez (laughs) is Kane still fighting? I don't know. Uh, but then, yeah, then there's like the other guys, the guys that are coming up that aren't established to heavyweights. Yeah, Walt Harris and like, like that's a great fight. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to see Does that. Does he beat Ben Rothwell? 
Ooh. I mean... Weird. I think, I honestly, I think so. And Alexi Olnick? I yeah, think maybe so. he is. You know what? At first I said no, but yeah. now I'm changing my mind. Yeah, top 10. Like, he's not going to be champ in the UFC, but so, he's top 10. But what I'm saying about, okay, Bellator. So they got this girl, Taylor Turner, who's four and five in, in the main event or in, in the main card against yeah. Alejandra Lara, who's seven and three. So you're going to cut. Chitty Bang and the other guys, but keep a girl that's four and five. Exactly. I mean, that's a losing record. I mean, record. they're obviously trying to build build something, you know. They're but, trying to build something. But then they have, like, Yaroslav Amasov, who's 21-0 and 0 against David Rickles. Uh, and Tyrell Fortune, who's a great fighter. Yes. Uh, he's fighting Rudy Shabroff, who's 6-0. and 0. Both those guys are 6-0. and 0. Um, And then there's uh, Conry Gracie. Who's that? I don't know. He's 1-1. One and one. Isn't that Hoist's kid that lost? I don't know. Uh, Henry Gracie. And then Gracie. Austin Vanderford, we know him. Austin. Paige Van Zant. Mr. Van Zant. Uh, he's fighting Joseph Creer, who's 6 0. But he's on the undercard. Like on the, yeah, it's like, like the prelims. They just. I've, it's like they just don't know who to promote. And then they've got Tim Johnson on the undercard. You know? <laughs> I love, I love Tim Johnson's yeah. had, a, had a rough Johnson's go lately, great, but he's it's great. He's great. And Ricky Bendejas on the card. Uh, Mike Kimball, who's that's the guy who we, we, I watch. Remember, he got caught in some weird thing, but he's oh, really, yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. And then Nick Newell's on the undercard. Nick Newell, who I don't know why they refuse to promote Nick Newell. Maybe. Fifteen and two. Is it a Saturday? Yeah. Dude, I want to see Nick fight. I think it's I think it's Friday. They don't promote Nick Newell more. But why? Why is he on the undercard? Nick Newell. He's the guy. Like he could be such a star. He'd be such a star. But why is he on the undercard and? Taylor Turner versus Alejandra Lara. Maybe because it's his first fight in Bellator, and they want to make sure like fans don't see like them putting in this disabled yeah, person but the, on their main card. Dude, Aaron Pico had his first fight ever, and it was like the main event. And Vanderford seven and zero. He's a stud. I mean, he either of those guys should be up there. I, I, they, I mean, they're thinking maybe his hot women sell fights, but not really. Not if no one knows them. No one's tuning in to see Alejandra Lara Taylor Turner. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. People aren't even tuning in to see Javi Ayala versus Vitaly Monikov. No. I mean, the guy's 21 and one, but Vanderford's a much more marketable guy. Mm-hmm. Even as Mr. Van Zant is funny. Yeah, exactly. Strange, strange, strange. And look, I I like Bellator. I've worked with them before. I just don't I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, it's like they have good. They have some good fights. You know, they have some good fighters, and they just don't push them. They just don't. Yeah, or, or if they do push them, it's so fucking slow. Like, uh, finally, with that tournament, it, it should all be tournaments. Because I agree. That's the one thing that they have going for them, I think. The I tournaments like are tournament good. Style. Because yeah. now we're finally going to see, what's his name, the kid, what's his name's kid out of the body shop tested. Uh, you know, the, uh, the kid. Uh, McKee. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a while. I mean, he's, what, 15-0 and 0 or something? Or something he, like that. 12-0. But why is he 16-0 and they put Pico against World... world by the way, Pico signed with Ali Abdulaziz as the manager. Great. I think that is great for him. It is good for him. At least I'll give him fucking fights he can possibly win. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Just man. Just get him comfortable in there. Just get him comfortable in there. He's going to be in the UFC soon. Or so. is he shot? Or is his chin gone? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Ooh, I just thought of this. For the Ultimate Fighter, new season, it should be Tony Ferguson against whoever wins this Khabib versus Dustin Poirier fight. That's my vote. That would be great. I feel like Khabib wouldn't do it, though. Probably not. You couldn't, no. put, him, you couldn't put him in the house. First of all, he'd have to... 
pray four I mean, times. Khabib a, lives in Dagestan. Dude. I mean, have to like, pray four times a day, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty strict diet yeah. and everything else. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, have, have they had like devout Muslims in the house before? They probably have. I don't think so. Was Bilal Muhammad on? Uh, no. Ultimate I mean, Fighter? Uh, no. but you know who was? Ramsey Nijim was in there, but I'm not sure. Oh he, yeah. How he's not really that. It's strict, hard. Though. It's a hard. It's a hard to keep up. It's, a, it's you got to be Hell disciplined. Yeah. You know, and I'm not making fun of it. It's okay. Uh, I'm just saying it's. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think Khabib would actually go for yeah, that. Yeah, probably right. That sucks, dude. I heard now someone said Khabib wants there to be no ring girls during his fights. Just bears. I would, <laughs> with the fucking bears. These bears holding up signs. Yeah. Let's make it a like, full-on circus. On like a unicycle. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't, you wouldn't go watch Oh, that. hell yeah, I That'd would. That'd be so dope, dude. Hell yeah, I would. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, the bears have had less work done than some of these girls, but, but like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, I get that. Like, he, you know, he's, that's, his, that's his religion. You can't go into a sport and then... Look, they've been ring girls the entire time. Yeah, you can't you can't demand just for your fight to have no ring girls. But I get or like an Abu Dhabi, from. the girls are all covered up. Like it's just like a girl with like it's like a hijab. On. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's an Arabic funny. one. Or something. I don't even know. That. Oh my gosh, I'm surprised they don't do that. What? Have I mean, a, do they do ring girl? They do ring girls in Abu Dhabi, right? Abu Dhabi and Dubai are very yeah, very very Western. Western. Yeah. I've been to both. Uh, Dubai especially. I mean, there's prostitutes everywhere. Nice. Um, and it's like, at, I, I went to a club at like noon on a Friday and it was like Saturday at four in the morning. It was Jeez. packed at noon. It was all the British people. They celebrate happy hour, I yeah. guess. On Fridays, they take off, it's the start of the weekend. And it was like cool. a DJ dancing at like noon. It was crazy. Love it. Um, in bed by seven. Saudi Arabia, I don't think they're having ring girls. No. They're not having a UFC in Saudi Arabia. You have to be covered with all women. I, I've never yeah. wanted to leave a country as fast as Saudi Arabia. I could not wait to get out of there. Were you scared? I wasn't scared. I just did, First of all, I didn't feel wanted, yeah. number one. But yeah. also, uh, yeah, I was a little bit nervous because the, the, riyadh, the, the religious police are walking around making sure that you observe the Quran. So you have like the regular police... Then you have yeah. the religious police. Yeah. So if, if me and you were walking around and like you were talking about something and hey, every time you bang that chick, oh yeah, fuck, you can get like a lot of trouble yeah. for that. And then they have, a, and then they had a place where they told our tour guide. I'm not sure if it was telling us the truth or not. They have what called Chop Chop Square, where every Monday their entertainment is this like outside thing where they chop off your arms if you got caught stealing. Jeez. And that's and that's like their and then we wrote a joke like I lost my sh- arm at Chop Chop Square but like they chop off your arms if you get caught stealing in Chop Chop Square. Dude, I legit so, would go like, attend that event. Dude. <laughs> I, I would love to go to that. I mean, no, I probably would too. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. At least once in your dude, life, dude. Women there like they can't drive. I think they just got driving recently. Yeah, can't use the computer. It's wild, dude. Like it's a whole new level of mm-hmm. it's wild. It's, there's, I mean, there's places like that all over the world too. And they'll argue that. Women have more freedom by being covered all day. It's like 110 degrees out. Yeah. And women are in this, I mean, they're sweating, and it's just, well, why not give them a choice? They don't right. have a choice. Yeah, they don't have a choice. So, yeah, maybe they would like it. Maybe, maybe you know, some people would prefer to do that. But let's give them the option. Because <laughs> I say the option, most women are not going to be walking around covered head to toe. You know what, dude? Black. I'm kind of into it, to be honest with you. <laughs> because think, think about it. Think about it. You're... Like what the girl actually looks like, it's a mystery. 
so when you do actually get to banger, you take it off. It's like, damn, dude. It's just like all this tension is built up in your balls. Yeah, what about the, for the girl, I'm saying? We're not talking about what you think. Well, yeah. as long as they come, dude. As long as you come, it's no big deal. All right, that's, uh, this is... This is the. By the way, for that card, the Khabib, uh, the Khabib Poirier has the entire card like already been made. Well, first of all, before that, it's next I hope week. So. A week from Saturday, it's UFC China, which I, I, I am not excited about this card. I hate to say it. Jessica Andrade versus Welly Zhang. Eh. Um, Gotta go for Dong. Dong. No, Zhang, I, she's good. She beat Tisha Torres barely, and she's 19 and 1. Yeah, but she's okay. Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade is gonna smash her. But. Uh, then it's Lee Jingalang against versus Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos. I don't know who. who the, is that the guy that, who dances and does all that crazy stuff? I don't, that's not him, is it? No. Then it's Song Kinan versus Derek Krantz, uh, Dai Ung Jung, and then uh, Mizuki Inoue. I heard of her against Wu Yanan. Uh, Mark De La Rosa, I know her because he's married to the other girl, De La Rosa, against Kai Kara, France. Yeah, this one is Andre Sukumtoth against Sue Maderi, Anthony Hernandez. One of those cards. Against Ju Young Park. Like they didn't put any big names on it. 6 a.m. Not one. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be one of those cards like early in the morning, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm cool to miss that one. Uh, I'll probably watch it. Uh, knowing me, I'll, I'll watch that, but miss the, the best one of the, the, the year. And yeah. then, uh, and then um, after that, like you said, September 7th, Ooh. Khabib versus Poirier, Felder versus Barboza. That's a co-main? Yep. That's a banger. It's a good fight. It's nasty. It's crazy that Felder seems like less cr- like threatening since he's not commentating. He's just a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. You forget how much of a fucking... Psycho, ruthless monster he is. Yeah, Dobby Ramos against Ooh. Islam Makachev. Ooh, dude, that's a fucking. Which great one's Dobby fight. Ramos? Dobby Ramos is a jujitsu world champion. Dude, yeah. Uh, I guess they have to have a guy named Islam on this card, right? So then uh, that's Khabib's boy, Shamil. Yeah, Makachev is an AKA guy. Curtis Blades versus Shamil Abdurakimov. I don't know Shamil. Uh, is big, big bald guy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. From India, I think, right? Yeah, something like that. India versus Curtis Blades. I, I see Curtis Blades winning. Uh, better. Diego Ferreira against Merbek Sumanov. Tasumanov. Um, then a couple of them. Sarah Maras. Again, I love. Cheesecake. She's awesome. She comes out of my Sarah show. Morris. She's so awkward. Really? But like, super Sarah awkward, Morris. but like, sweet. Quintessential Jewish American princess, except she's she's Canadian. like she's like <laughs> so nice. And sweet, but you think she doesn't like you because, but she's just awkward. She, like once yeah. you once you hang out with her, you're like, oh, this is a like, really oh, cool she's person. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. she's just but at first, you're like this person hates me. Bilal Muhammad versus Tashasha Takashi Sato. Let's go, Bilal. Um, Muslim. I, I'm, I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. Uh, <laughs> Salikov against Nordin Talab from Canada. Zach Cummings, my man. Nice. I'm a military guy. Zach Cummings. Yeah. Yeah. Against Omari Akhmedov. Joanne Calderwood versus Andrea Lee. Ooh, that's a good fight. Who'd you rather sleep with? No offense, John Wood. Uh, KGB, man. Same, same. Really? I got KGB. I don't know. Something hot about Joanna, though. Oh, JoJo's, you know what? JoJo's smoking. KGB. Right. It's the accent. The accent, the tats. Any, pretty much any accent like from, the, from Europe. Like, dude, gives me such a boner, dude. Well, one's yeah. like a redneck, not a redneck. One's like a country girl. I can't stand that exactly. accent. She'll I cannot stand that accent. A country hat while riding you. The other That's one I feel hot. like will start crying 
during sex <laughs> and, and start maybe talking in tongues. But then I like, want to like, you know, comfort her and just rub her head for a little bit and then slip in the finger oh, and true, finger true. blaster to make her feel better. Of course. That's always the way it works. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Obby. Has this ever worked for you? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm freaking the window. Of course. <laughs> and then Leroy Murphy. Against, <laughs> against, all the stories. Again, yeah, from you though. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> the stories from anybody else. That's true. They're probably very, very different from uh, a different perspective. Zubari Takagov. So, yes, yeah, so that's a good card, though, man. That's this a really a great good card. card. It's yeah. in Abu Dhabi. Remember when, like, uh, they went to, was it Abu Dhabi, where it was, like, Frankie Edgar beat, beat BJ Penn the first time, but then there was a fight. I think it was, like, it was Anderson Silva fight against, who was it? It was Silva versus somebody, a Brazilian guy. Tell us latest, I think it was. And the crowd was booing. Because Anderson was like joking around and b- making faces. Oh yeah! And I'm pretty sure Dana was worried that like we might not get out of this country. Like, yeah. He, we better put on a good show. And then he like threatened to like. Yeah, I find remember them. there was like weird tension between Dana and Anderson. He like for a threatened to like while. dock them during the fight or something if they didn't get going. And, yeah. they, and they were like, I remember somebody wrote an article saying you can't do that. Imagine like the Yankees were having yeah. a bad game and the owner came in and like you better hit a home run. Or yeah, I'm taking your pay. It's like, really weird. No. At the same time, like. I understand why Dana wanted to put in a good show, but who knows what kind of investors they had in the UFC right. from over there and yada, yada. You forget. You know, it's like you forget. But I th- There's this whole other side of it. Well, I, I texted Dana before this fight, though. I said, hey, man, I'm excited for UFC 1, you know, for 231. He goes, me too, bro. Can't wait. Like, he's still like a, a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's still, like, excited. For he's one of my fight. favorite people on the earth, dude. He's, I love Dana White. Dana White is one of the guys that if you show loyalty to that guy, yeah. he will be loyal to you forever. Yeah. Like, he gave me... Free tickets, the best seats in the house. He could have given them to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting right. here. I'm sitting with like uh, Bourdain, rest in peace, and like you know Demi Lovato next to me. I'm sitting in front of the Diaz brothers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's because Dana's like he's a cool like yeah, he's he a cool he's guy. A, yeah. Who the fuck am I? Like he's just sitting there like yeah. Hey, yeah, I like this kid. I'll give him tickets. You know, like that's awesome. He, we could have gotten them. He could have given anybody those tickets. But he's one of those guys that if you cross him. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Like, he doesn't forget. Yeah. Never. Like, the Tito Ortiz's and the Brandy Couture's and these other people, Hawani, like... Yep. He, he's not a kind of guy that, like, he doesn't forget. No. He may forget. He, hold, he holds a good grudge. Oh, my God. He holds a nice, stri- a nice grudge. And he's got the power to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, Masvidal wants to fight Diaz in California. Yes. But where in Cali? Forum. Staples Center. Any of them. Let's go. Uh, Dana White giving out tickets. White uh, <laughs> fan. What show? Anyone that's in California. I don't know when next one. The next one's in Vegas, and the next the next big one. Let's do a road trip. I think it's in uh, December. Let's December. Do a road trip, Vegas, baby. They're not doing New Year's anymore. I know. It's like December twelfth or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cormier apologized for the loss. Don't apologize, man. No. You gave her your best. I mean, he, he apologized for not listening to his corner. Who kept saying wrestle? Yeah, they were screaming at him to take him. Maybe apologize to them, but that's only it. Dan Hardy, 37 years old. 37, there we go. So uh, he's, got, he's got a couple. Well, this is the thing, is that he hasn't been like training and taking that damage that he would have been, you know, yeah. through like the early 30s. Like, who, who's to say he can't go till he's 45? The only fight he ever really got hurt was the Condit fight. Yeah. And, it, and that was a one-punch knockout. Which Freddie Rhodes told me the guys the who knocked you out. Way. Oh yeah. He says those guys are doing you a favor. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I'd rather get get one clean punch and go down than get fucking fifteen mm-hmm. and just be woozy. Which is like, why mm-hmm. Askren might be okay. I think yeah, I think it'll be fine. It'll be a you know it wasn't a couple months, it was a couple like months a of like yeah, it was like a paralyzing like <laughs> cut his nerves off yeah. or something. Uh, Junior Dos Santos is going to be on Dancing with the Stars in Brazil. Oh Fantastic. no. <laughs> That's gonna be so cringy, dude. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love uh, Junior. I mean, Santos, dude, he's, he's a good. He's scoopy. a he's a great boxer. So he could. I mean, it's just footwork. Dancing and, and fighting is yeah. just footwork. The WWE is interested in Daniel Cormier. Interesting. Come on, DC. That's where we're gonna get DC Brock. What are we? I don't. I don't want to see that. Exactly. I don't want to see. But Cyborg that's where it's gonna Ronda happen. WWE. I don't want to see a script involved. No, uh, come on. Uh, Ronda well, Rousey they just start fighting? almost lost her fingers. Um, wow. Instead of 911 during a scene, during a boat shoot. Oh, fuck. Wow, her, her fingers really are fucked up. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Dude, start calling her swine time. Oh, my dude, God. That's gnarly, dude. <laughs> Ronda oh. swine time, dude. That's not the kind of fingered Ronda I wanted to see. <laughs> 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 Someone wrote "Beautiful Champ Coach Edmund." <laughs> that was one of the comments. Beautiful Champ. That's hilarious. Oh my Should've god. Head. Oh my damn, god. Dude, that's Hand movement. Gnarly. That's gnarly. Someone said, "Damn, Travis, chill." <laughs> that's also fucked up. People are just ridiculous. A boat, like a boat propeller. Yeah. Oh. oh. I guess it was driven by Misha Tate too. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I tweet that? Yes. That's kind of funny, right? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. The worst part is the boat was with my Misha Tate. All right. So. That's fine. Uh, so, um, yeah. Well, all right. Um, what's next for Romero? That's, I'm, I'm actually just reading some of the thread titles. I think, I think he's, I don't know, 205? I think he still has a future at 185. Oh, 185? That's what he wants to do. But he could easily move up to 205. Romero-Weidman rematch? At 205. Oh, man. I don't want to see that for yeah. Weidman. Really? I don't want to see it for Weidman because I don't think he wins that fight. He was doing well before he got need. Before he got killed? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Weidman have a fight coming up? I don't know. Yeah, I think he does. Prime Steve A versus Prime Fedor. Who wins? Weidman, yeah, he does. He has his 205 debut coming up. He's fighting... Um, the Bagel Boss? Oh, my God. <laughs> No, Bagel Boss is fighting somebody else. Lenny Dykstra. He's fighting Lenny Dykstra. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, shit, who is Wyman fighting? Yeah, uh, someone I had. Yeah. yeah. Platinum Perry is fighting, uh, called out Ben Askren. Dude, Platinum Perry can't fight for a year. He called out Nate Damn, Diaz and dude. Ben Askren. What, what, yeah. what are you doing calling out people when you... He has a no-contact medical suspension you Gotta for stay six relevant, months. I guess. Gotta yeah. stay relevant. I mean, yeah, I get it, but just, just heal, man. Just, yeah, we we love you. Everybody loves you. Yeah, people love you. You're, you're gonna have a fight when you come back. Just yeah. don't need don't need to call anybody out now. So uh, anyway, so what else you got coming up? Uh, me, I have my new podcast called Creepy Town. It's now on Spotify. I think it's on <laughs> iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and also follow the Creepy Town uh, Instagram account. I think it's at Creepy Town Podcast. I post a bunch of weird historical photos and you know. Uh, Tyler, Tyler follows. Yeah, and, I love uh, it. Jesse Jess picture. follows. She's like the only one that likes my post. Hit uh, her and Tyler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Creepy Town Podcast on Instagram, and that's it. Tyler, what do you got coming up? Um, not much. Uh, I'm gonna be getting back into training here pretty soon. Went to the chiropractor last week. Completely fixed my back. Like I thought I was gonna have to have surgery, and now I'm back to. You know, a lot of people think chiropractic is like a myth, and it's like. 
dude snake oil this was real yeah she fucking healed me yeah like she she yeah i mean i was off for a really long time before i even got injured i was just like from jujitsu and wrestling my hips were all fucked up and my back was a little like twisted which is normal like it's normal for an athlete i've never gone to the doctor for any injuries i've never been adjusted since high school so it's like i've been doing shit for 15 years wrong most of the time and just like you know bad habits and you get off dude dr Lindsay rupp in beverly hills if anybody is in los angeles and needs a good chiropractor she is amazing love it amazing love it um so yeah so i'm healed up probably gonna start getting ready for uh for a tournament i know worlds is coming up in like october so i'm gonna do that and then uh just training follow me instagram smithero bjj s-m-i-t-h-e-r-o-b-j-j all right, guys, I will be in Little Rock, Arkansas, this uh, Wednesday to Saturday. Um, then I'm at Tommy T's, Rancho Cordova. Uh, a bunch of Team Alpha Male guys are coming. Can't wait for that. It's August 30th, 31st. Awesome. Um, also, House of Comedy in Arizona, uh, in uh, Phoenix. And then, oh, I'm in Edmonton, uh, September 4th to the 8th uh, in Canada. And I'm at the House of Comedy, September 18th to the 22nd. And then at the Carolina Comedy Club, October 2nd to the 6th in um, Myrtle Beach, Carolina. And then New Jersey at uh, Tiff's Comedy Club in Morris Plain, New Jersey, October 11th and 12th. Uh, you could hear lots of more podcasts on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, forward slash Adam Hunter. Endorse me there. Thank you guys so much. Take care. And bye-bye. <laughs>